Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield, the Christmas version. I'm Steve Casillo, always broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield news and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance. And we've got a little treat at the end of the podcast. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Fast-thinking student gets himself out of a sticky situation. Education Foundation makes the holiday season a little brighter for some teachers and coordinators. Fire Department helps Santa scout out his route for Christmas. Website offers 10 home holiday safety tips. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, it's an extended version of A Moment with the Mayor as Steve talks in studio with Mayor Michael Evans. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, And I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, I'm James Sellers, CEO and founder of Salmar Corporation, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. One fast-thinking MISD student got himself out of a sticky situation while walking to the bus stop on Friday morning. Prior to the start of school, the student reported that an adult male in a maroon Toyota minivan pulled up next to him, opened the door, and indicated for him to get in. The student ran away and safely made it to the bus stop and onto the bus. The student then texted his mother, who reported the incident to the Mansfield Police Department. Mansfield ISD released a statement saying that incidents like this remind us of the importance of having conversations with our kids about what to do if a situation like this arises. The student made wise decisions, and the ISD is grateful that he's okay. The school district offered some helpful tips that you can share with your student. Kids should walk to and from school or the bus stop in groups. If anything unusual occurs, they should tell an adult immediately. They should never talk to strangers or accept rides from them. Parents should arrange for immediate access to neighbors and other trusted adults who could answer questions or be contacted in an emergency. Parents should also tour the neighborhood with their children to identify safe and dangerous circumstances in these locations. MISD has created the This Is Our House one-stop location on the district website where anyone can report an issue or seek help. The school district is asking that if you or someone you know has any information regarding Friday's incident, contact the Mansfield Police Department. Tis the season for giving, and the MISD Education Foundation did so in a big way on Wednesday and Friday by handing out thousands of dollars in grants to area teachers and coordinators. With us on the telephone is Lynn Wilkie. She's the director of the MISD Education Foundation. Welcome to About Mansfield. Thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Before we get into the big numbers here of how much money and how many checks, before we get into that, first of all, tell us how how the Education Foundation comes up with the dollars that you disperse uh, with these grants? We get money several different ways. Um, Nothing is tax dollar funded. We get money from um, employees. They do an employee giving program. We get money from events that we do, fundraising events like our golf tournament in June. But most of our donations come from individuals or business and organizations in the area. You're a nonprofit organization. How much money right. did you raise in in 2022? 
2022, um, about 500,000. Our goal was 600,000, but we came a little bit short. We raised about 520. And it's gone up a little bit over the last few years, even with COVID, but the need has been so much greater that we've given out more grants to try to help the campuses through COVID learning. Talk about the grant program. How do uh, how does the Education Foundation choose the specific teachers and coordinators to give money to and, and, and the amount of money that is given to them? It's not just me. A lot of people think that I make all the decisions. It's not. Um, this year, we had a record number of 99 grants submitted. So that's either district initiative grants or teacher grants or a whole campus or even a coordinator wanting to do um, a grant around um, for all fifth and sixth grades in the district. But what we do is we send out um, the link and it's all done online. And then I have a 13 to 15, depending on um, who I was involved that year, a grant committee. It's half made of district curriculum leadership they look at all the grants and make sure it's aligned with what the district wants to do. And then the rest is made up, about seven are made up of volunteers that are on the Education Foundation board. I've got a board of about 20 people and we have a grants committee. Reading 99 grants is a lot. It takes a lot of time and we rate them, look at the needs in the district and, um, how much money. This year, we wanted to fund a lot more than we had the the money to do because there were so many grants. Yeah. And so we partially funded some and told, it was, it was six of them that we partially funded. And we said, you know what? We love the idea so much. We want to get you started and maybe we can find some more funding throughout the year and and continue to fund maybe next year or when funds come in. Big question right here. Why do you do this? Mansfield ISD is an amazing school district. I mean, people move into the community to go to our, our, our school district because of the parks, just because it's a great community. But tax dollars alone are simply not enough to bring all those extra things in And so we were founded back in 1998. We've been here over 20 years, and it was district leaders and um, community leaders that thought, how can we create something that's going to raise money to help the school district be even better? And we will fund things like, I'm just pulling a couple of things out, we we funded a fishing club. I believe it was during uh, right before COVID when people really weren't. They were all the kids were all um, honed in on their technology and just wanted to simplify and get back to the bases, get get them back to nature. Most of them had never fished in their lives. Huh. Suicide is really something that is on everybody's radar. That's in public education. And this year and last year and the year before, we have funded, with the help of WR Roofing, a suicide prevention grant called Hope Squad. But then we also do things really huge on STEM, on literacy, um, on agriculture, just things that taxpayer dollars are, are just stretched too thin and they're not going to be able to um, to let the campuses do these things. That's why we do it, just to make a great school district even better. Let's get down to the numbers here. The Grant Patrol okay. and and uh, all of Santa's helpers went out to uh, the, almost, what, every school, almost every school on Wednesday and Friday. How much money did you disperse and how many checks were handed out? Checks that were handed out were 78. We had 78 checks that were handed out. Um, but we were not able to fund 78 grants. Some grants are submitted by every kind. It, it was it's for every single kindergarten class in the school district, or every single fifth and sixth grade class 
in the school district. So um, we actually gave out 29 grants, and we did not visit every campus, but we, we visited about 34, 34, 36, That's... depending on if you call some campuses one or two, but 30, 34, 36 campuses. But we'll be giving out some of the other checks at meetings that we're having um, in January. So in total, there'll be about 127 grant checks given out. And the total amount that that will be is 166000 and I believe $600. So 166 600 That is amazing. It is, and it can't, you know, people tell us thank you all the time, and what I say back is it's the donors that believe in education and believe in Mansfield um, ISD and wanting to to make it the best we can, so it's our donors that are making this happen. We do have a a website, Mansfield ISD Education Foundation, Uh and there's a donation link, but if anybody would like to give, we are certainly accepting donations for grants and other projects that we do to help the district. What is the MISD Education Foundation website address? MansfieldISDFoundation.org. MansfieldISDFoundation.org. Well, Lynn, Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to all of the teachers, all the coordinators, everyone who was handed a check last Wednesday and Friday. Uh, happy, Happy Christmas to the Grant Patrol. Keep spreading the good news. Will do. Appreciate you so much and all of your listeners, and happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Santa Claus has been in town recently to scout out his route for Christmas morning. The Mansfield Fire Department firefighters have been driving him around in town in nearby neighborhoods, and they have a few more opportunities for you and the kiddos to get out and wave as he drives by or stop by a location for a selfie and bring your Santa letters. Santa and members of the Mansfield Fire Department can be seen at Mary Jo Shepherd Elementary on Wednesday, December 14th at 7 p.m., Thursday evening at Nancy Neal Elementary at 7 p.m., Monday the 19th at Brooks Western Middle School at 6 p.m. and J.L. Boren Elementary at 7 p.m. And Santa wraps up his Who's Been Naughty or Nice mission on Tuesday, December 20th at Danny Jones Middle School at 7 p.m. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care and the Christmas tree is safely placed three feet away from the fireplace. Okay, that may not be the old Christmas poem, but... It's a good tip to keep in mind as Erica Young with tasteofhome.com offers up 10 Christmas safety tips to keep your loved ones safe this holiday season, such as replace your old lights and use them correctly. Be mindful of poisonous plants such as mistletoe and holly berries. Have your car serviced before leaving on a road trip. Watch out for online shopping fraud. Don't make the tree a fire hazard. Have the tree vendor cut off about two inches of the trunk to expose fresh wood for better water absorption. Properly secure the tree. Don't burn wrapping paper in the fireplace. Keep the raw turkey away from the salad. And... Be careful with your candles. Keep those candles at least one foot away from anything flammable. Here's a not-so-fun fact. The top three days for home fires started by candles are Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. Be careful out there. Hey, we got a programming note for you. There will not be an episode next week as our all-volunteer staff will be taking the week off to celebrate the holidays with their respective families. We will be back on Wednesday, December 28th. And by the way, if you have a comment about the show, you can reach us either by voicemail or by email. The telephone number, if you want to do it by voice, is 817-435-2938. Again, 817-435-2938. 38, or by email at news at aboutmansfield.com. Again, news at aboutmansfield.com. Just to prove that they, whoever they are, will come up with a national day of for just about anything. Sunday, December 18th is National Answer the Telephone Like Buddy the Elf Day. Santa! Oh my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Is Elf the best Christmas movie of the 21st century? 
It is, according to a poll taken by movie website Fandango. But who knows what type of spin it would have taken if the studio had cast their first choice for Buddy the Elf, that being Jim Carrey. Changing the movie from a raunchy, dark comedy to a genuine Christmas movie allowed them to rate it as PG instead of the PG-13 rating the original script would have had. There have been dozens of excellent Christmas movies released throughout the years, but perhaps none as lovable as Will Ferrell's Elf. So on Sunday, December 18th, wear something green, pick up the phone, and celebrate Answer the Telephone like Buddy the Elf Day. Here's how you do it. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Let's head on over to the weather desk and check out this week's forecast with our favorite weather elf. Colleen? I can't muster Elf's extraordinary enthusiasm for the weather this coming week, though I have had some sugar and I'm fond of wearing green. After a muggy and rainy start to the week, we return to much colder weather with just a slight chance of rain Sunday and Monday. We're looking at a high of 57 degrees on Wednesday, 52 on Thursday, 49 on Friday, 45 on Saturday, 50 on Sunday, 52 on Monday, and 47 on Tuesday. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. I'm Dennis Webb, and in today's science segment, we will talk about one aspect of the recent Artemis moon mission. Tis the season. Are those jingle bells giving you a headache? Then you're not alone. I'm Angel Biasati, and we'll be talking about how to cope with the holidays in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Join me today for the 2022 Real Estate Year in Review. I'm Beth Steinke, and I may make a few predictions as well in this week's Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be talking about a cocktail that'll have you enjoying a new take on a classic cocktail. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. At Methodist Health System, every person we treat Good morning, class. is a vital part of the communities we call home. Table for two. That's why we're dedicated to exceptional, innovative care. From robotic surgery and advanced oncology to helping you find a healthier path. And hold that pose. Three, two, one. Being there when and where our neighbors need us. The doctor will be right in. That's community. And why so many people trust Methodist. Congratulations to Vince Martin, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. What is the official slogan that Visit Mansfield uses? According to the Visit Mansfield website, their slogan is, Come for the location, stay for the fun. Vince has won a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery. When we come back, this week's trivia question. This is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield podcast episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Ask Philip, Daughter of the Other Woman, Stir the Pot, He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not, and We Are TPM, just to name a few, and also handles post-production duties for remote clients, such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Military Resource Radio out of Detroit. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. 
jenkins.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time. You know what time it is. It is time for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery brought to you by Joan Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has been helping Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, this week's trivia exercise is very simple. The first person to email the words Merry Christmas to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will win the gift card. Again, be the first person to email the words Merry Christmas to trivia at aboutmansfield.com and you will win the $25 gift card. Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hello, this is Tracy Hackler from the Texas Roadshow, and you are listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Let's head on over to the science desk where roving science reporter Dennis Webb takes us to the moon and back. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. Recently... NASA flew the Artemis uncrewed test vehicle to the moon and back, and this past Sunday, the Orion capsule landed in the Pacific Ocean near Baja, California. The Navy picked it up. It looks like everything worked really well, but engineers will study the massive data collected to verify everything worked as planned and designed. This is why we do test flights. There will probably be design changes from what they learn. The basic idea of a capsule returning from space has been around a long time. The first few times people did this were Yuri Gagarin and John Glenn in their first orbits of the Earth. There are other ways to return to the Earth, but the capsule approach offers a lot of efficiencies and advantages. Bringing a spaceship down from orbit is not as easy as falling out of the sky. We have to use big rockets to get spaceships to orbit. To get to low Earth orbit, the spaceship has to be accelerated to orbital velocity, or around 15,000 miles an hour. All the energy to get there comes from the first and second stages of the big launch rocket. We think of spaceships floating through space, but orbit is only possible if you get to orbit at this high speed pointed in the right direction. Once you get to orbit, you don't have to use a rocket engine to keep going this fast. Weird but true. When you want to come safely back to Earth, you have to somehow slow down enough to land on the Earth at a slow enough speed as not to kill everybody in a crash. A simple idea is, well, like Buck Rogers, you just fire your rocket engine in the opposite direction to slow down. And this is exactly how the SpaceX boosters fly back to a soft landing near the launch site. To do this, you have to save enough rocket fuel and keep the big engines to be able to do these high-energy engine firings. It works really well for the SpaceX boosters, as they are not moving nearly as fast as orbital velocity, and they can load the extra fuel to make this thing work. In the capsule approach, rather than hang on to big rocket engines and a fuel load, and you have to carry it with you across the whole mission, the capsule uses the friction of hitting the atmosphere to slow it down. Think of using the brake pedal to slow your car down from 90 miles an hour. The massive kinetic energy is turned into heat in the braking system. The capsule, moving really fast, hits a few molecules of air, shreds them into plasma, and that shreds molecules in the heat shield. In this way, the kinetic energy is gradually converted to a glowing plasma trail like what we see with shooting stars, which are meteors burning up in the atmosphere. The trick to make this work is to hit the upper edge of the atmosphere at just the right angle in spaceship orientation so the heat shield can do its job and slow the spaceship down. The Orion capsule is coming back from the moon, and it ended up moving faster than orbital velocity. To leave Earth's orbit, it had to leave at a substantially higher velocity than orbital velocity, and with all that momentum coming back from the moon, it hits the Earth's upper atmosphere at 25,000 miles per hour. I mean, these are all unimaginable speeds, but it's, it's what it is. 
One of the fears in the Apollo returns to Earth was a spaceship's angle. If it was just a little bit off, the capsule would skip out of the atmosphere, never to return a bad thing. Orion actually uses a small skip to more slowly reduce the velocity. Since Apollo, rocket technology has dramatically advanced, and this what was once risky skip can now be tamed in a useful way to slow down more gradually, avoiding dramatic g-forces. When people fly back from the moon on Orion, they will be a lot more comfortable than the Apollo astronauts were. On a personal note, this Artemis Orion mission marks a couple of important milestones for me. First, the final job I had at NASA was project manager over the control center, flight controllers, training simulators, training instructors, and mission planning in Houston. All of these were used in this Orion mission. It looks like my successors did fine. Second, an old work friend, Mike Hawes, is retiring. We met as junior flight controllers in mission control, working on the early space shuttle flights around 1980. He is now retiring from Lockheed Martin as vice president and program manager of the Orion program. He led the industrial team that built this Orion spaceship. Mike and I worked together off and on over the years, mostly in the International Space Station program as managers. We shared a management worldview and learned from each other over the decades. If you have any science questions for me to answer here, send an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. Angel Biasati is here with some tips on how to cope with the stress of the holidays in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. There's never enough time in the day for personal or professional obligations, family, or even a good night's sleep. There are only so many hours in a day. If the house isn't decorated or you need to skip a holiday event, it's okay. Keep your focus on friends and families and have fun this holiday season. Use the holidays to reach out to old friends and make connections. It's no fun if you completely are exhausted during the holidays. Minimize stress by controlling your spending. Buying gifts you can't afford will only stress you out long after the holidays are over. Plan a budget before you shop and consider homemade gifts. They're the ones that are very special. Try to manage your day one priority at a time rather than simply living in the moment, which can be stressful rather than joyful. When we are stressed, unhealthy habits form. Be mindful to take care of yourself with rest, healthy eating, and exercise. If you're feeling overwhelmed, take a break. Take a nap or walk around the block. This may help you feel better. When we find ourselves under stress, we often make bad choices in food and even resort to drinking and smoking. Avoid overindulging in food and alcohol, but let yourself enjoy some of your favorite treats this holiday season. When stress feels overwhelming, try turning your focus outward. Do something nice for someone else. Get out and walk with a friend. Take your family ice skating. Volunteer at a church. Share a meal or bake some treats. Contact someone you have lost touch with. And all of this may help you feel better. This holiday season, think positively. Exercise patience and commit to staying with the realistic goals you've set. The peace of mind you will get may go a long way toward keeping joy, laughter, and cheer in the holidays. Reporting for About Mansfield, this is Angel Biasati with Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Buying or selling? You can always rely on realtor Beth Steinke having great information with the Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. Beth? 2022 will go down in history as a very unique year in real estate. The year started off no different than what we saw in 2021, but we knew that change was coming. In fact, Jerome Powell, chairman of the Federal Reserve, told us to expect interest rate hikes as we moved into the latter part of the year. We were prepared, or so we thought. Turns out that inflation numbers were so high that the Federal Reserve had to act swiftly and decisively to stem inflation. But month after month, the numbers kept climbing, so instead of a few modest interest rate hikes that we were expecting, we saw large and continuous increases. Slowly at first, with only a 25 basis point raise in March, then 50 basis points in May, 
followed immediately in June with another 75, and then again in July with another 75 basis points. He must have been on vacation in August, but he came back in September with another 75 basis point increase, and then again in November. All in all, we've had six rate hikes taking us into uncharted territory. The Fed is expected to increase rate by another 50 basis points today, depending on how inflation looked at the report that came out yesterday. As a point of note, fixed rate mortgages are tied to the 10-year treasury rate and not directly tied to the Federal Reserve borrowing rate for banks, but it does affect it indirectly. Rates for fixed rate mortgages are also influenced by other factors such as supply and demand, which could explain why we are seeing a slight dip in mortgage rates over the last month in the face of these Fed increases. So what? Interest rates are up since the beginning of the year. You'll hear all the old timers like me say, I paid double digit interest rates on my first house. And yes, that's true. But add in home prices at record highs and interest rates being at the highest they've been since the early 2000s, most buyers find themselves with a significant affordability issue. The first house we closed financed in 2022 was at 4.3%, and the house we just closed this week was at 7.1%. That's a game changer for a lot of buyers, but buyers are definitely still buying and enjoying more choice in being able to actually negotiate. There are all kinds of special incentive programs right now for buyers in all price points, which represents good news for both buyers and sellers. And I'm excited to report that Mansfield's average sales prices and sales volumes have remained very stable. Now let's look into my crystal ball to talk about what 2023 might bring for the overall market. First, rents are going to stay high, but renters may have more choice as new rental inventory comes online in our area. This may mean that landlords will need to keep their properties just a little better than in the past to attract good tenants. New construction is slowing down, which will hurt our overall inventory availability in the long term, but they have a lot of homes ready and available to sell right now and will work on selling those first. If you've been thinking about new construction, grab your agent and let's get out there into the market. There are some great incentives available on new construction. Sellers are going to have to do more to get their homes ready for market and to be more appealing to buyers. Patch and paint, clean up that yard, declutter and stage. That's going to be our mantra for 2023. Oh, and do not overprice. There is no amount of marketing that can substitute for pricing a property correctly. It's a whole new ballgame for sellers. And the good news is that even though prices are down from the spring, you are still up year over year. Don't wait for the unknown. If moving's in the cards for you, let's get it while the getting's good. We feel very positive about the market in 2023 between rate and loan programs that are available for buyers, more time for buyers to choose the right house, and at the same time, still relatively low inventory levels keeping the market moving. It's going to be a great year should you choose to make a move. So if 2023 is your year, I urge you to schedule a conversation about your long-range plans now with your realtor. They will listen to your goals, put together a plan of action utilizing all the tools that they have available to make that dream come true at the right time, at the right price, and the right way for you. Now let's get into this week's Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. As of Tuesday, December 13th, there are 114 active and available homes for sale in Mansfield, excluding new construction. That's down from 130 available homes last week. Homes this week range from 200,000, that's a fixer-upper, with the list topping out at nearly 1.9 million. Last week, nine homes sold. Those homes were on the market for an average of 58 days. Days on market are increasing slightly week over week. I'll be excited to see what our overall November numbers look like once they are released. Are there real estate topics you want to learn more about? Send me a message at info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, you know it's going to be good because Brian Certain is tossing cranberries into the cocktail of the week. This week's cocktail of the week is the Cranberry Spiced Martini. Today, I'm continuing my series on Christmas cocktails to drink during this holiday season. And this week's cocktail is a spin on the classic Cosmopolitan. Thanks again to Town & Country for all the great cocktails during this series. And as always, don't worry about taking notes as I'll be giving out the ingredients and instructions and posting them on bourbongospel.com. This week's cocktail again is the Cranberry Spiced Martini. You need two ounces of vodka, one ounce of cranberry juice, not cranberry cocktail, 
and a half ounce of vanilla spiced syrup, and I'll be giving that recipe in the end. To make the cocktail, you're going to bind all the ingredients into a shaker with ice, shake and strain into a martini glass, and garnish with skewered cranberries. To make the vanilla syrup, you're going to take one cup of sugar, one cup of water, one quarter teaspoon of ground black pepper, one half teaspoon of allspice, and a cinnamon stick. Put all of it in a saucepan, bring to a boil, then reduce and simmer for about five minutes. Let cool completely, strain, and add about a half ounce of vanilla extract. And now you have the vanilla spice syrup. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad. But too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. I'm Brian Certain. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And we're combining two segments here. The interview segment, which usually runs uh, at the end of every episode. And we're also uh, doing the A Moment with the Mayor. And we say good morning to Michael Evans. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Good morning, Steve. How are you today? Uh, uh, I'm in the holiday spirit. I am, too. I love this time of the year. And I must say, uh, because we do this every week or every other week, uh, the following opinions of those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council. You held two, two. That's right. Meetings in one on Monday night and uh, two meetings in one. You started with a work session. Let's just hop right into it. All right. Let's get right to it. Uh, We started with our first work session at 1.30 and we kicked off that meeting by being uh, joined by our our good friends, our partners uh, from the uh, uh, House, Texas House of Representatives. Uh, We had state representatives, um, uh, Chris Turner and David Cook, the Honorable Chris Turner and the Honorable David Cook. And uh, we talked to them about our uh, legislative priorities, those that are primarily <laughs> that would benefit the city of Mansfield and some for the entire region. But um, we just, in a spirit of partnership, uh, wanted to uh, talk to them about, uh, we believe, those matters that uh, concern most folks, property taxes. You know, in particular, uh, we've got about, we're understanding a 40 to 50 billion dollar budget surplus and uh, we want some of that money to pay down property taxes and of course they agreed to that as well <laughs> they, they they want it too sure things of that nature uh, fully funding public education because we know that um, if you fully fund uh, the uh, maintenance and operation side of public education guess what we could actually and I'm talking about every one of us taxpayers we could experience a, a 50% cut in our property tax uh, we talked all also about the utility grid and uh, just shoring that up and being safe and security for that yeah. and uh, paper um, uh, license plates and and, and just how uh, the uh, legislators are going to uh, attack that issue. We had a, a, a God help mercy. We had a policeman who was uh, slain uh, because of of that in in Grand Prairie right. behind those paper tags. So you know these are some of the things that we talked about and um, we appreciate them coming. But I think it shows. The, um, the the kind of partnership that you can have when folks work together. Potholes are not red or blue. Yeah, I, I want to go back to your very first sentence, which was, we started a work session at 1.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> now, you did two council meetings back-to-back, plus yes. the 1.30 work... That's a long day for vol- for a volunteer. Well, you know, I, here's here's the good news. Uh, when you when you ask to be selected to serve, the bottom line is serving, serve us. Yeah. So uh, when when we serve together uh, like that for the good of the, the good of the residents, I mean, because you, you know, think about it, Steve. If you guys don't vote for us, we we can't do what we get to do. So uh, yeah, one thirty. I mean, it's 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 okay. We got it done. <laughs> it is what it is. We got it. It's done. like the uh, uh, like the rotor motto, service before self. You know what? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Always the folks first. There and you that's go. a good motto to live by. 
uh, I sat in on a Zoom call last uh, last Wednesday regarding the cultural arts master plan that actually came up last night at the uh, at the, the the council meeting. What uh, what transpired with that? Well, you know, um, we are we are aggressively pursuing the uh, cultural arts uh, uh, master plan, and you know that we're trying to put together one that that fits the city of Mansfield that is unique as as unique as we are in all different forms of. Art. And uh, what we talked about last night was how do we fund it? How do we make sure that uh, the, the councils, the, the city staff, people uh, in the future, how do they, they maintain, uh, well, actually attract uh, artists to build? And then how do we maintain uh, these uh, um, um, the, 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 these art features and uh, the paintings throughout town and the murals and, and all of that. So uh, what we're hoping to do is to find a way to to fund our cultural arts at at least a 1% or 2%. Uh, 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 I don't want to necessarily call it a tax, but that's what it is. It won't be a tax on us. <laughs> It'll be yeah. on those who's coming to the city to build in our city and, of course, those who we will be uh, attracting in regard to restaurants, retail. So it won't be higher taxes that'll be uh, levied on us, the taxpayer. But we're asking those coming into our town just to pay, if you would, a, a fair share so that we can maintain a beautiful uh, arts culture here in town. Maybe by adding a few percentage points to the hotel motel. Uh, exactly. It would be something like that. Right. So that so that the folks coming in. The tourists are paying the, for. The tourists will pay. Yeah, like be, the tourists are. Because that's why they're coming in is to see the arts. Exactly. Like they're paying for, you know, the stadiums around us, things yeah, of that nature. Absolutely. Because we look forward to having one ourselves. It's going to come. I don't know when, but it's coming. I'm, it's coming. Uh, this next topic raised a few eyebrows, microtransit. Yes, yes, yes. So council uh, discussed uh, a, a on-demand microtransit and public transportation options for our city. It would be similar to uh, VIA. Uh, that um, is is the uh, transportation system in Arlington and now in Grand Prairie. Uh, the uh, three cities, we have uh, been engaged in talks as to how we can interconnect uh, because here's what we know that uh, a couple of things. First of all, we have seniors uh, here in our city and people who aren't able to drive. Uh, they, they need on-demand services. And we know that uh, some of the more popular on-demand uh, um, uh, vendors are, are quite expensive. Yeah, they're quite expensive. Uh, we appreciate Catholic charities. We appreciate uh, our own mission uh, for uh, the attempt to get people from point A to point B. But what we're running into, of course, is manpower, people power uh, in in driving. And um, f- when you utilize uh, these these charitable organizations, you're only able to be picked up and dropped off on said days a week. So you don't have the freedom or the flexibility. But here's something else that's important. Yes, sir. As the city of Mansfield grows, uh, we are developing right now our own entertainment uh, venue and entertainment district. So mm-hmm. uh, we fully expect that we're going to be a destination, a location for uh, a nightlife uh, at some point and, and, and fun. So we want, we want folks from Arlington and Grand Prairie to come to our town and spend some money. So uh, we, we look forward to uh, that happening and to enjoy the richness that is uh, our own culture here in Mansfield. Organizational Excellence and Awards uh, was next on the agenda, and let's go and get right into that. Let's do it. We, we began um, uh, in regard to uh, uh, giving uh, the, these, these accolades to uh, awesome people. Uh, first was uh, our Municipal Court Supervisor, Daniela Soraya. Uh, she was recently awarded the Extraordinary Achievement Award by the Texas Court Clerks Association at their annual conference, and we wanted to recognize her for that because we appreciate the work that she does in our municipal courts. Uh-huh. Also, we awarded um, the Jesse Fernandez Frontline Leadership Award to uh, Mansfield Police Officer Roman Jones. Uh, a lot of folks know Officer Jones because he rides up and down those, the trails yep. uh, here. And boy, we appreciate him. And uh, this recognition, uh, Steve, is given to our frontline workers for their uh, excellent service uh, to the Mansfield residents. 
And uh, finally, I, I think, you know, last but surely not least, uh, we recognize Deputy City Manager Shelley Lanners. Uh, she'll be retiring in January after serving our city for over 20 years. And uh, we wish Shelley just an incredible retirement. She has been uh, just a number one, one of the finest people you can work with. She is, she has really uh, blessed our city, and uh, we thanked her for her tireless dedication and her leadership. Now, uh, we will be naming our administrative building uh, at uh, eleven sixty four uh, Matlock in her uh, honor. So, um, again, she deserves it. She's an awesome lady. That uh, is kind of bittersweet news. I I love Shelley. She's been great to work with, and I've known her since she was in the parks and wreck days of, yes. of, of Mansfield and watching her uh, go up through the ranks. And and uh, she was just a guest here a couple of months ago. I, w- I was actually just trying to look it up as to what specific episode that was so the listeners can go back and, and listen to the interview with Shelley Landers. And actually, she told me during that interview, you know, I'm retiring in January, which was Shocking. Yeah. It was like, wait, no, no. Yeah. All my friends are uh all my friends are retiring. So, so don't retire. <laughs> I, I'm not. Unless <laughs> unless the voters of the congregation retires me. There you go. Uh so Shelly, uh shout out to Shelly Lanners. You you will be missed. And uh congratulations on having the building, the parks and rec building there on on Matlock uh named in your honor. Indeed. Two ordinances were tabled. Uh, tell me about those. Yeah, we did. We uh, council tabled two ordinances that would amend the uh, definition of an accessory dwelling uh, that uh, could also revise regulations related to accessory uh, dwellings. These would be like your mother-in-law suites or uh, or, or they would be like your um, uh, garage apartment, those kinds of things. You know, we, um, after hearing from our citizenry, we, we believe that uh, we need to do a better job at um, actually educating uh, um, our constituency as to exactly what that is mm. and those are. And uh, it's important that we receive input from uh, our residents as well, because uh, we want them to know uh, the who, the where, the why sure. of these kinds of things. So uh, we tabled it. As a matter of fact, we tabled it indefinitely, which really means that uh, we're giving ourselves about nine to 10 months to uh, receive input and see if we can't uh, come to uh, the meeting of the minds uh, with our community in order to make these uh, happen or not, or not. Yeah. We'll see. We'll Another see. ordinance came up, a tax abatement zone, and and let's let's talk about that. Yes, um, it did. Uh, we approved an ordinance designating an area as a, a tax abatement reinvestment zone. That means that, that the dollars that are raised in that particular uh, geographical area uh, in regard to tax dollars and things of that nature, they go back into uh, that that particular zone, as it is called, in order to continue to build it up and better it and also to maintain uh, uh, the building's businesses um, and quality of life in those areas. Uh, this is expected to be uh, the future site, actually, of a window manufacturing uh, facility uh, that um, will employ a little over 100 uh, people. Um, we also heard, I think it's important uh, to note, Steve, um, from the Mansfield Youth Council, and I'm smiling as I say that because, yeah. you know, heck, I'm, I'm becoming an old man around here. But um, uh, they presented, uh, they presented educational opportunities that's going to help the city engage uh, with our young people, our young adults, because they are the future. But to be honest with you, you know, they really are generation now, and um, uh, we need to listen to them, uh, to be honest with you, and receive those ideas and continue to grow as a city. Right. We talked about that before we started recording, that that getting young ideas into—they're fresh ideas. They're maybe ideas that— we old folk uh, may not have thought about, and right. and so having the uh, the youth council is 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 a benefit to of bringing in fresh new ideas. We believe that it, that that is so because you think about uh, our, our younger our younger people, and I'm not talking about millennials now because millennials are getting old. That's right. You know, <laughs> millennials. I'm saying that, but I love you, bless you. But uh, you know, you've got Gen Z now, and and uh, those who are even younger than they are, and you, you've got to allow them a seat at the table, and they. They will also be helping to advise counsel on given matters. And, and one of those is uh, the, the micro uh, transit yeah. because uh, craziest thing. But, uh, you know, when I was 12 or 13, I couldn't wait 
to get car keys in my hand, you know, as a kid, as a teenager. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was early like that. But uh, in regard to uh, this particular generational group, you know, they don't mind not having a driver's license and not driving. Right. So, uh, you know, we, we're experiencing a sea change in regard to thought process. So uh, we're going to let them educate us a little bit. Mansfield is hosting a big event. Yes, the Texas Municipal League Region 8 Conference is going to be uh, here in uh, February, here in Mansfield in February. And uh, the TML, that that's made up of... Um, Gosh, hundreds of cities and municipalities throughout the state of Texas. And in Region 8 alone, we're talking about uh, right at about 40 cities. So so we're going to have their their council people. We're going to have their mayors and city managers. All of them are going to be uh, coming to Mansfield. And uh, we're going to be talking about those issues and matters that um, concern our cities and that can help our constituents. There were a couple of holiday events in town, uh, the hometown holidays and also dash into downtown. And there was a recap at the city council meeting, which I heard both. I, I, unfortunately, I missed both events, but uh, I've heard both were, were smashing successes. They were spectacular. If there is anybody who lives in Mansfield or the surrounding area that, that says that they had a boring week or weekend, <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect, you need to get out a little bit more because uh, we were presented uh, with the uh, summaries of our uh, two December holiday events, hometown holidays, dash into downtown. Listen, it was an incredible year for our hometown holidays event. Uh, the people came out. Uh, this year, residents were able to enjoy four days packed with fun for the whole family, you know, including a, a grand fireworks display uh, at the uh, uh Performing Arts Center uh, and the uh, the Jim Vasauskas uh, Center and the uh, first ever holiday drone show, which was spectacular. We had a smaller one, uh, if you would, uh, uh, at the at the pack, as we call it here in Mansfield. Boy, but we had a, a grander drone show uh, during the downtown festivities, and that was sponsored by Whole Global. And let me tell you something. If you are wondering how in the world people can operate drones to make it open and close boxes in the air, and it, it's just, it was mind boggling. And, um, you know, I want you to know that the holiday fun doesn't end, by the way, uh, because of the Mansfield Fire Department. They're going to serve as Santa, I mean, the Santa, Santa's very own transportation service. So in the coming days, people will be able to catch Santa as he drives around or rides around uh, several Mansfield neighborhoods in one of our fire. Truck. So when you see the lights, uh, go out there and shake Santa's hand. There you go. We got into consent agenda, and um, I don't know how many items were on the agenda, but uh, let's... A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, council, council, <laughs> council approved all the consent agenda items, including uh, this, this is a big one, the issuance and sale of combination tax and revenue certificates of obligation uh, that, that were not to exceed uh, $5.1 million. Uh, we actually were able to uh, sell them uh, cheaper than that, at right at about $4,925,000. Um, this debt will be used for developer reimbursements for roadways, water, and wastewater infrastructure. And let me say this, uh, uh, the selling of these bonds also at the uh, low rate helps us, and it did help us, uh, to, again, lower taxes and to uh, raise the homestead exemption. And we're going to continue uh, to press uh, to make that happen, to lower the taxes uh, on our citizenry. So we're, we're working hard to make that happen. Anything else on the first meeting? No, that was about it for the first meeting, but Let's, guess what? Yes. We had another meeting. That's right, which started with another work meeting. It sure did. Uh, we had a work session discussion regarding an active transportation safety action plan. Now, this is going to allow Mansfield to become a safer, more walkable city for pedestrians uh, and um, uh, cyclists, uh, 80% of this particular plan is going to be funded by the federal government. So, uh, you know, we're talking about maybe a $800,000 uh, um, action plan that uh, we will only pay maybe about 20% or, or even less than that. And we're excited about it because uh, we would be able to have document in hand, proposals in hands for fixing um, things or speeding up projects like the Seton Bridge uh, project. Uh, 
uh, we know that uh, we need to help our kids to, to walk uh, back and forth to school. And right now you can't uh, do that uh, in the, the Lake Ridge area. So, you know, those Lake Ridge High School areas. So right. those are some of the things that uh, this plan is going to help to identify and we're going to pursue them. The second meeting was not as long as the first meeting, at least in terms of agenda items. So I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to let you go through uh, the new tours, the zoning change, the MEDC. Uh, go ahead and lay out those three items, and 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 then we're going to talk. It's a lot of stuff, and a gonna, partridge in a pear tree. There I'm you go. <laughs> you know, we continue to a public hearing on an ordinance that would designate approximately three hundred and. 59 acres located off 360 in Lone Star Road. That's a lot of acreage. Mm. Uh, and uh, we, we're looking at uh, developing that area into a tax increment reinvestment zone. Um, and, and let me tell you, that that's we're hoping that that'll be a new entertainment district. Uh, council approved a zoning change to uh, plan development district to almost five acres located at 2005 North Holland Road, and that will be for single-family houses. Uh, then we, we tabled a resolution regarding an economic development agreement between the city of Mansfield and the um, Economic Development Corporation for Crystal Window and Door System. We, we just want to uh, tidy that up a bit, and then we'll revisit it uh, during our next uh, uh, meeting. Um, listen, we, we accomplished a whole lot on uh, the other night, and um, there's more to come in uh, 2023. And since this is the the interview segment of about Mansfield, uh, we, we're going to call this, if, if you ever go to New Orleans and and you go into a restaurant, they give you something a little extra. They call that lanyap. Mm-hmm. You feel, are you familiar with that term? Mm-hmm. This is the lanyap portion of the interview segment is that we are going to give them a little bit more. All right. And that is, uh, first of all, it tis the season. It is. And Merry Christmas to, uh, to you. And, you. and, uh, uh, what's Christmas like in the Evans household? You know, Christmas in our household, it's a festive time. I mean, I love this time of the year. Yeah. Uh, we, we put out the lights, uh, maybe a couple of days after Thanksgiving <laughs> and, and, um, and we put up the Christmas tree. And uh, now that we have a three-year-old, our granddaughter, the house is alive again because uh, we put the the red stockings out over the uh, fireplace. And, you know, we prepare for family. So uh, with most of our family living in Houston, uh, we either travel to Houston or Houston comes to us. And it's a lot of food, fun, laughter, uh, uh, football, basketball, uh, watching and um, game playing. And so uh, that's that's what it's like in our house. It's 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 a great time. And then this year. Is Houston coming here, or are you going there? Yeah, this uh, year we're going to uh, we're go- we'll travel to Houston Monday after uh, the Sunday because Christmas is on a Sunday morning, and preacher needs to be in his pulpit. You understand? That's and, my day job. Man. Well, and the and speaking of preacher, that's this is your busy time of year, not Very only with time. the church. Right. Uh, but public appearances, you, you've got the kettle drive going. You've yes. got, uh, I, I saw you at uh, Andy's Frozen Custard right. uh, at, at opening up a new restaurant. And uh, first of all, let's, how are you doing with the kettle drive? Are you going to beat uh, Arlington's mayor this year? You know what? Um, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say yes because uh, we, have, we have a ringer. We have a secret <laughs> weapon, and that is uh, a representative, state representative David Cook. Uh, District 96. We appreciate him. Let me tell you, uh, we get out there and, and he does. He continues to beat that drum as, as as well as myself and others of us in the community. So we're looking forward to a great time. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it. And uh, this, we have, let me tell you who we have on our side. We have people like the school district, yeah. the whole school district. We have Boy Scouts and, and we, we have Cub Scouts. Uh, we've got... Um, uh, uh, students from the different clubs that are part of our district. Man, you, we're doing it. You have pickle queens. Wait, let me tell you out something. Out there ringing bells. The pickle queens are just. Let me. When it comes to raising money, they are relentless. That's right. And uh, we know that all of those dollar, dollars <laughs> go toward a greater good, and that is feeding the hungry. That is uh, giving shelter to those that have none. And here's the deal: all of those dollars stay in uh, uh, in Mansfield, South Arlington, Mansfield. So. So we are so happy about that, and and it's a good thing to do. So let me just throw this plug out there. Yeah, you know, listen, uh, just just go and support if you would uh, Mansfield and the, and the the kettle drive. So as a preacher, and this is the busy time of year. You've got uh, obviously 
Christmas and you're planning for uh, for services and you're being pulled as the mayor for for personal appearances. How do you find your solace? Sure, you, you know it. It is at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll get to go home and um, it's it's nice and quiet, and I'll go up to my little man cave that took me about uh, thirty five years to uh, afford, and <laughs> close the door, kick back in my recliner, and um, I'll do a couple of things. I'll I'll either read uh, uh, books about. Um, innovation or books about, you know, uh, um, dreaming and thinking and thinking and, and, and building up a person's own uh, level of self-worth. Or I'll just really just check out a movie. I love movies. And if I ever get a chance to go fishing, I love mm. to do that. So, you know, it's things like that that, that, that I get to do and enjoying the, the family uh, just, makes, just makes for a great holiday. And I know you're a big fan of music. I got to ask, do you have a favorite Christmas song? You know what? This might surprise you, but uh, uh, Nat Cole. I mean, Nat King Cole is the man, the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You know that. I I love it. Mm. And... um, even when I sing that song, you know, I, I can smell the, the, the hazelnut, you know, coffee or something like that brewing or or, or, or the hot cocoa with a whole lot of marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With and the, the fireplace with the chocolate going. bomb. And Th- that, that is what I love to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's my song. Mayor Michael Evans, uh, it's been a great year. This is our last A Moment with the Mayor of 2022. Looking forward to the new year. Merry Christmas again to you and your family. And uh, let's make 2023 an even better year. I believe that we're going to do that. And Merry Christmas to you and also to all of the listeners to um, about Mansfield. And thank you for what you do. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. And my prayer is that we have a great 2023. You know, Michael, it's funny that you should mention the Christmas song as your favorite holiday song. When I worked in radio production eons ago, I produced a medley of the Christmas song, which I will leave with you today. May it bring you, the About Mansfield listeners, joy, warmth, and peace this holiday season. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows some mistletoe help to make the season rise tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight To kids from one to ninety-two Though it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To you They know that
been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Coming up next week, as I mentioned earlier, there will not be an episode next week as we take the week off for Christmas. This might be a good time for you to catch up on some of the interviews that you may have missed. You can always find every episode at our website, aboutmansfield.com. Just click on the Our Podcasts tab. We will see you back here on Wednesday, December 28th. As always, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Again, head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com. Right there on the homepage, just enter your email address on our website. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature... Michael Evans, science reporter, Dennis Webb, sports, Jonathan Dodd, Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati, Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke, Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain, post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo and Jonathan Dodd. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. Thank you all for listening, and may you and yours have a very Merry Christmas. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is about Mansfield. Mansfield.